Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, this is Johanna, your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 24th of January, and the 14th day of the Hebrew month of Shabbat. This week, our portion from the Torah is called Beshalach, which means when he sent. And today, we're starting with our Torah portion from Exodus 14, 26 through 15, 26. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank him for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God. King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Stretch out your hand over the sea, so that the waters come back upon the Egyptians, over their chariots and their horsemen. So Moshe stretched his hand out over the waters, and the sea returned to its strength at the break of dawn. The Egyptians were fleeing from it, but the Lord overthrew them in the midst of the sea. The waters returned and covered the chariots, the horsemen, and the entire army of Pharaoh that went after them into the sea. Not one of them remained." But Bnei Israel had walked on dry land in the midst of the sea, and the waters were like walls to them, on their right hand and on their left. So the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. When Israel saw the great work that the Lord did over the Egyptians, the people feared the Lord. And they believed in the Lord and in his servant, Moshe. Then Moshe and Bnei Israel sang this song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will glorify him, my Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has hurled into the sea, and his chosen captains have sunk into the sea of reeds. The deeps cover them. They sank to the depths 
like a stone. Your right hand, Lord, is glorious in power. Your right hand, Lord, dashes the enemy to pieces. In the greatness of your excellency, you overthrow those who resist you. You send forth your wrath. It consumes them as stubble. With the blast of your nostrils, the waters piled up. The floods stood upright as a heap. The deeps became firm ground in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue. I will overtake. I will divide the spoil. My lust shall gorge on them. I will draw my sword. My hand will destroy them. You blew with your wind. The sea covered them. They sink like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, awesome in praises, doing wonders? You stretched out your right hand. The earth swallowed them. You, in your loving kindness, led the people you have redeemed. You guided them in your strength to your holy habitation. When the peoples hear, they will tremble. Anguish will seize the inhabitants of Philistia. Then the chiefs of Edom are terrified. Trembling grips Moab's mighty men. All of Canaan's inhabitants will melt away. Terror and dread will fall on them. By the greatness of your arm, they became still as a stone. Till your people cross over, Lord. Till the people whom you purchased cross over. You bring them in and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance, the place, Lord, that you have made for yourself to dwell in, the sanctuary, Lord, which your hands have prepared. The Lord will reign forever and ever. For Pharaoh's horses, with his chariots and his horsemen, went into the sea, but the Lord brought the waters of the sea back over them, Yet Bnei Israel walked in the midst of the sea on dry ground. Then Miriam the prophetess, Aaron's sister, took a tambourine in her hand, and all the women went out after her with tambourines and with dancing, as Miriam sang to them, Sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. Then Moshe led Israel onward from the Sea of Reeds. They went out into the wilderness of Shur. But they traveled three days in the wilderness and found no water. When they came to Marah, they could not drink from the waters because they were bitter. On account of this, it was called Marah. So the people complained to Moshe, saying, What are we going to drink? So he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. When he threw it into the waters, they were made sweet. There he made a statute and an ordinance for them, and there he tested them. He said, If you diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God, do what is right in his eyes, pay attention to his mitzvot, and keep all his decrees. I will put none of the diseases on you which I have put on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. That was Exodus or Shemot 1426 
through 1526. Today, our portion from the prophets is 1 Kings chapter 4. Now, King Shlomo reigned over all Israel, and these were his officials, Azariah, son of Tzadok the Kohen, Elihoref and Achia, sons of Shisha, scribes, Yehoshaphat, son of Achilud, the recorder, Benaiah, son of Yehoiada, in charge of the army, Tzadok and Aviatar, Kohanim, Azariah, son of Natan, in charge of the officers, Zavud, son of Natan the Kohen, the king's personal attendant, Achishar, in charge of the household, Adoniram, son of Abda, in charge of the forced labor. Shlomo had twelve officers over all Israel who provided food for the king and his household. Each had to make provisions for a month in the year. These were their names, Ben-Hu in the hill country of Ephraim, Ben-Dekel in Makaz, Sha'alvim, Bet-Shemesh, and Elon Bet-Hanan, Ben-Chesed in Arvot, his were Soko and all the land of Hefer, Ben Avinadav in all the height of Dor, Tafat, Shlomo's daughter, was his wife, Ba'ana, son of Achilud, in Ta'anach and Megiddo, and all Bet-She'an, which is beside Zaratan, below Yisrael, from Bet-She'an to Avel Mechola, as far as Yokmeam, Ben Gever, in Ramot Gilad, his were the villages of Yair, son of Menashe, which are in Gilad, and also his were the region of Argov, which is in Bashan, sixty great cities with walls and bronze bars. Achinadav, son of Ido, in Machanaim, Achimaaz, in Naphtali. He also took Bosmat, Shlomo's daughter, as wife. Ba'ana, son of Hushai, in Asher and Be'alot, Yehoshaphat, son of Parua, in Issachar, Shimi, son of Ela, in Binyamin, Gever, son of Uri, in the land of Gilad, the country of Sichon, king of the Amorites, and of Og, king of Bashan, and one who was the officer in the land. Yehuda and Israel were as numerous as the sand by the sea in abundance, eating and drinking and rejoicing. That was First Kings chapter 4. Today's portion from the writings is Psalm 95. O come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with songs. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth. The mountain peaks are his also. The sea is his. He made it, and his hands formed the dry land. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker, for He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture, the flock of His hand. Today, if you hear His voice, 
Do not harden your heart as at Meribah, as in the day of Massa in the wilderness. When your fathers tested me, they challenged me, even though they had seen my work. For forty years I loathed that generation. So I said, It is a people whose heart goes astray, who do not know my ways. Therefore I swore in my anger, they shall never enter into my rest. That was Psalm 95. Our final portion for this reading today is from the Apostles, and it is Luke 20. On one of the days, while Yeshua was teaching the people in the temple and proclaiming the good news, the ruling Kohanim and the Torah scholars, together with the elders, confronted him. And they spoke, saying to him, Tell us, by what authority are you doing these things? Or who is the one who gave you this authority? But answering, Yeshua said to them, I also will ask you a question, and you tell me. The immersion of Yohanan, was it from heaven or from men? They reasoned among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Why didn't you believe him? But if we say from men, then all the people will stone us, because they are convinced that Yohanan is a prophet. So they answered that they didn't know where it came from. And Yeshua said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. Then he began to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard, leased it to tenant farmers, and went on a long journey for a long time. And at the season he sent a servant to the tenants, so that they would give him part of the vineyard's fruit. But the tenants beat him up and sent him away empty-handed. So he proceeded to send another servant. They beat him too and treated him shamefully, and they sent him away empty-handed. And he proceeded to send a third one. They wounded this one too, and they threw him out. Now the master of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my son, whom I love. Probably they will show him respect. But when the tenants saw him, they discussed the matter among themselves, saying, This is the heir. Let's kill him so the inheritance will be ours. So they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the master of the vineyard do to them? He will come and destroy those tenants and give the vineyard to others. But when they heard this, they said, May it never happen. Then Yeshua looked right at them and said, then what is this that has been written? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be shattered, but the one upon whom it falls, it will crush him. The Torah scholars and the ruling Kohanim tried to grab him that very hour because they realized that he spoke this parable against them, but they feared the people. And now they watched him and sent spies who pretended to be righteous in order to trap him in his words so they could hand him over to the power and authority of the governor. And they asked him, saying, Teacher, 
We know that you tell it straight, and you teach it straight. You show no partiality, but teach the way of God according to the truth. Is it permitted for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But carefully considering their treachery, Yeshua said to them, Show me a denarius. Whose image and inscription does it have? And they said, Caesar's. Then he said to them, Well then, give to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they could not trap him in his words in the presence of the people. Astonished by his answer, they kept silent. Then some of the Tzdukim, the Sadducees, who deny that there is a resurrection, came and questioned Yeshua. Teacher, they said, Moshe wrote for us that if a man's brother dies, having a wife but no children, then his brother should take the widow and father children for his brother. Now there were seven brothers, and the first took a wife and died childless. And the second and the third took her, but in the same way each of the seven brothers died and left no children. Finally, the woman died too. So, in the resurrection, whose wife is she? For all seven had married her. Yeshua said to them, The sons of this age marry and are given in marriage. But those considered worthy to reach the Olam Haba and the resurrection of the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage, for they can no longer die, because they are like angels, and are sons of God, being sons of the resurrection. But at the burning bush even Moshe revealed that the dead are raised, when he calls the Lord the God of Avraham and the God of Yitzchak and the God of Yaakov. Now he is God, not of the dead, but of the living, for to him they all are living. Some of the Torah scholars replied, Teacher, you've said it well, for they no longer dared to question him about anything. Then Yeshua said to them, How can they say that the Messiah is Ben David? For David himself says in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. David then calls him Lord, so how is he his son? Then, with all the people listening, Yeshua said to the disciples, Beware of the Torah scholars, who like to walk around in long robes. They love greetings in the marketplaces, the best seats in the synagogues, and places of honor at feasts. They devour widows' houses and make long prayers as to show. These men will receive greater condemnation. That was Luke chapter 20, and it concludes the readings for this episode. If you are reading through the Apostles twice in this year's cycle, You'll read Colossians chapter 4 today also. I pray that the word of God is an encouragement to you today. And to everyone who is praying for Israel and for our family, I want to thank you so much. Shalom to you from Israel. 
until next time.